0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm Senior Pastor Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We continue with our journey through John Bunyan's spiritual classic, The Pilgrim's Progress, and we reach a scene today that I've entitled Wrong Way, Go Back. And I'm going to team this with Psalm 1, so I will be reading that psalm in just a moment. Before that, let's pause and come to our good and gracious God in prayer. Lord, thank you that you're with us on this journey through this great spiritual classic We thank you for those in the past who have walked the way of faith and have described it so well for us. And we thank you for your words, the journey through your word, the Bible, that speaks to us so powerfully. And so, Lord, today we pray that you would equip us for our own journeys, our journeys of discipleship, of life and faith, Help us to live for you with a a passion. Strengthen us, O Lord, we pray. Be with us now as we read your word, as we reflect on the pilgrim's progress. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 1, which speaks to us of two ways to live. and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So, two ways to live, and clearly there is a right path to travel, and there is a wrong one. Moving to the pilgrim's progress, the witness of faithful and Christian at Vanity Fair has borne some fruit, for at least one person within the town has been deeply struck by the behaviour of these pilgrims under fire. Their example and testimony have given him hope of a different life, a better life. And so this inhabitant of Vanity Fair joins Christian on his journey. And because he is now a man of hope, hopeful becomes his name. Their perils are, are certainly not over. They pass through the town of Fair Speech full of smooth-talking but faithless people, such as the super-rich, silver-tongued Lord Turnabout and the shifty Lord Time Server, men who totally lacked the rugged principles and commitment to God that faithful had shown. For Bunyan, such a place is just as dangerous as Vanity Fair, the temptations to step back from complete Christian commitment are different, more subtle than the full frontal onslaught which the pilgrims faced in Vanity Fair, but just as real. The two pilgrims are grateful to leave the town and continue on their way. Just to pause and to reflect on ourselves. This can be a real challenge for us. If there's a a full frontal assault on our faith, then that is hard, but it's not so subtle. But when we are faced with comfort and ease, when we are tempted to compromise, when we are tempted to be half-hearted Christians, that also is a spiritual attack and one that is so subtle we're not always fully aware of it. Perhaps through this God is calling you today back to full-blooded Christian commitment. The pilgrims continue on their way and their worst trouble comes when they leave the narrow path for a seemingly better route. In fact it's Christian who leads hopeful astray. The new path was, to begin with, very easy for their feet and seems to run parallel to the narrow way, which is the reason Christian was deceived. But when night falls, they realise their foolishness. In the darkness, the rain begins to fall, followed by heavy thunder and lightning which crashes down in a very dreadful manner. The water begins to rise so quickly there is imminent danger of drowning. Has Christian come so far only to be lost after all? What's more, has he led his friend astray as well? In a desperate state, they find some shelter. But the place they discover is called Doubting Castle, inhabited by the ominously named giant despair. They are plunged into a state of dejection, beaten down by the cruel giant. Christian is especially low. Hopeful turns out to be a wonderful friend, repeatedly encouraging and strengthening his companion. It's hard to read this section of the Pilgrim's Progress for someone who is aware of John Bunyan's life. It's, it's hard to read it because it does make us think about his own protracted doubts and struggles as he chronicles at length in a book called Grace Abounding. If Bunyan had been able to turn to such a friend, perhaps he would have found his own way out of Doubting Castle more quickly. Eventually, Christian discovers a key called promise, which unlocks the castle doors and enables their escape. The point here is clear enough the promises of god are the keys which enable us to escape doubt and despair the doubts may be great but god's promises are greater still so that even the heaviest door will swing open once the key is used in our time of prayer today just going to pray some of these things into our hearts and lives. Perhaps you recognise that you have gone on the wrong path and you need to be drawn back. Perhaps you feel that you're locked in your own doubting castle with giant despair close by. If so, we can use the promises of God as keys to unlock things for us. So let's pray this into our lives now. Lord God, for those who have wandered from the path of fully-fledged, full-blooded Christian discipleship, we pray for grace today, the grace of forgiveness and the grace of restoration. And Lord, for those who are stuck in Doubting Castle, with giant despair close at hand. Oh, Lord God, we lift all such to you. Especially in these times of pandemic and semi-lockdown and lockdown and rules and regulations that just seem to tumble in on us from every side. Lord, it's very easy to be doubting and in despair. But we thank you that as Christian discovered in the Pilgrim's Progress, the promises of God are the keys which unlock these moments for us. Lord, if we're alone, we thank you for the promise that you, Lord Jesus, are with us, even to the end of the age, by the power of the Holy Spirit. If we're afraid, we thank you for the wonderful promise that if we bring our fears to you in prayer, you will deliver us and strengthen us. Thank you, Lord, for your word that says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Lord, we claim that promise today. We pray that you would flood our lives with your peace, with your shalom. Lord, there are so many other promises in your word. Help us to seek them out. Help us to put our trust in you once again. May these be keys for us that unlock our situation, that unlock the door and let the light flood in. We pray for ourselves and we lift before you friends and family and colleagues, fellow church members who we know are struggling at this time. Lord, be alongside them. And may they know that all your promises, Lord, all the promises of your word are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we lift our prayers to you today in Jesus' name. Amen.